Welcome to Genesis Life Center. Our vision statement is every destiny has a beginning. We are a ministry called to encourage and inspire the body of Christ to use their gifts and talents to do work of the ministry wherever they are called to. Our mission is to provide individuals with the tools to become agents of change and messengers of God. Our motto is you are not an accident waiting to happen, but a destiny being fulfilled. Our pastors are Ben and Dee Adekubi. We are here in person and online. Just look up Genesis Life Center and join in every Sunday at 11 a.m. Mountain Time. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, we give you praise, we give you glory, we worship and adore you, we magnify your name of God, we bless you. Thank you for a time of awesome worship. Thank you because we can come into your presence with praise. We bless you, we bless you, we bless you, we give you praise, we magnify your name. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. We want to welcome everybody to church this morning. Amen? Amen. We can do better than that. We want to welcome everybody to church this morning. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. After some time off due to restrictions and all, we thank God for this opportunity that we can come and gather in this house. For all the people that are in-house today, bless God for your life. We thank you. For everybody that's joining us virtually this morning, we thank God for your life. And I just want us all to bless the name of the Lord for his protection over us since the beginning of this pandemic. And like I've always said, um, Alberta, unfortunately, we went from one issue to another and we're still not out yet. You know, we were in the middle of a recession and then the pandemic hit. And we're still battling both and, you know, on both fronts, uh, we're still battling it. And, you know, we just thank God. We thank God. We thank God. We thank God for sustaining us, sustaining our families, sustaining our church, sustaining our province, sustaining our nation. We give him praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We want to welcome everybody this morning. This is Genesis Life Center, a church where we believe that you are not an accident waiting to happen, but a destiny being fulfilled. Hallelujah. 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 And uh, we're here to make sure that everybody fulfills the purpose of God for their lives. This center is set up so we can inspire people to step into their destinies to fulfill the call of god on their lives whatever what that call is whether you're called to ministry whether you're called to the pulpit whether you're called to be behind the pulpit whether you're called to be a stay-at-home mom whether you're called to be a wife that is a calling that is a calling so in whatever area or aspect that God is calling you to this church is set up to make sure that you know you fulfill the purpose of God for your life 
and for you to step into the destiny that God has prepared for you. So we encourage you to please join us. Join us every Sunday. We're here 11 o'clock MST, Mountain Standard Time. And due to the restrictions now, I think uh, we can have a minimum of 30 people in the house right now. So just, uh, oh, well, I think, but I'm not sure. Anyways, but um, I believe we'll be sending um, information out for that uh, to everybody. Um, as in the number but uh, just join us online we're online um, every Sunday starting at 11 o'clock and um, for anybody that can join us in the building in the house physically we welcome you too. church is open our pastors are here to, to minister to you hallelujah hallelujah as we go into the Word of God this morning I want each and every one of us to prepare our hearts to receive of the Lord I don't want this to just be a routine for you. I don't want you to just um, pass time. I want you to concentrate and be expectant. Place a demand on the word that is going to be coming forth this morning. There's an analogy that I always give. We call this a Sunday service. And I want to just paint a picture real quick. A lot of us have cars and we take our cars into the shop for service my question to you is when you take your car into the shop to be serviced do you expect it to come out the same way that you took it in the answer will be no so why do we come to church every Sunday and we don't have an expectation that God is gonna meet us that we will not leave this I mean the same way we came in so this morning I want each and every one of us wherever we are whether at home whether here in person place an expectation on the Word of God this morning and for all of us that are virtual right now please share this link with your uh, connection with your people and everything and ask them to join because God has a word for you God has a word for you so place a demand upon that word this morning and right now i want us to invite our papa in the house he's going to be the one that's going to minister to us this morning with holy ghost joy let us welcome to the podium pastor ben adekube hallelujah well praise the lord Oh, come on. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, I was glad when they said unto me, come, let us go into the house of the Lord. I want us to ask ourselves this question. Why did David said, I was glad when they said unto me, uh, come, let us go into the house of the Lord. Uh, if, you're, if you're watching online, ask yourself, why did David said, Come, I was glad when they said unto me, come, let us go into the house of the Lord. I can give you a couple of, uh, a couple of reasons behind it. Uh, I was glad when they said come, uh, because the Bible says come into the house of the Lord. The house of the Lord was a place where they met with God. Glory be to God. 
It was a place where they met with God. And uh, the Bible says, at the presence of the Lord is fullness of joy and at his right hand are pleasures evermore so when david says i was glad when they said unto me he he realized that during the week or during the time before he met with the lord something must have happened that may have stolen his joy i wish i had a witness in the house of god something may has happened may have happened where he has a reason to give God the praise and something has happened into his life where he realizes that God your credit is good with me therefore I want to praise your holy name come on somebody say I was glad when they said unto me come let us go into the house of the Lord praise God thank you Jesus we're going to go straight into the word. Father, as we go into your word, we ask for revelation. We ask for illumination. We ask for impartation. It is my faith today, Lord, as we go into your word, oh God. It is my faith that somebody will be healed. It is my faith that somebody will have a new lease of life. It is my faith that somebody, uh, somebody will be edified. Somebody will be exalted above all above all. Oh God, I ask that your name be glorified and the enemy be terrified. Come on, give the Lord a clap offering. I'm going to be reading two scriptures as we take off today. I'm going to be reading two scriptures. The first scripture is Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11. Very popular scripture. Thank you, Jesus. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11. I'll be reading from the New American Standard Version of the Bible. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11. It says, Again, I saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, and the battle is not to the warriors, and neither is bread to the wise nor wealth to the discerning nor favor to men of ability for time and chance overtake them all i'm going to read that one more time ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11 says again i saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift and the battle is not to the warriors and neither is bread to the wise nor wealth to the discerning nor favor to men of ability for time and chance overtake them all quickly let's go to mark chapter 10 and that's where uh that will be the main text of today mark chapter 10 from verse 46 to 52 very popular story mark chapter 10 from verse 46 to 52 mark chapter 10 from verse 46 to 52 then they came to Jericho, and as he was leaving Jericho with his disciples and a large crowd, a blind beggar named Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the road. And when he heard that it was Jesus the Nazarene, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many were sternly telling him to be quiet, but he kept crying out all the more son of david have mercy on me and jesus stopped and said 
call him here. So they called the blind man saying to him, take courage, stand up. He is calling for you. Throwing aside his cloak, he jumped up and came to Jesus. And answering him, Jesus said, what do you want me to do for you? And the blind man said to him, Rabboni, I want to regain my sight. And Jesus said to him, go, your faith has made you well. Go, your faith has made you well. In the next few moments, I'm going to be uh, speaking on what I have titled Vision Through Sound. Somebody say vision through sound. Glory, glory be to God. We see here in our scripture, first of all, the first scripture we read, it says that the battle is not for the, uh, the race is not for the swift. Glory be to God. Ecclesiastes 9, uh, chapter 9, verse 11 says, the race is not to the swift. Glory be to God. Let me just quickly get there. Thank you, Jesus. If you can help me get there, Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11 says, Again I saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, and the battle is not to the warriors, and neither is bread to the wise, nor wealth to the discerning, nor favor to men of ability, for time and chance happen to them all. In other words, the, uh, Solomon, the writer of Ecclesiastes, was letting us know it's not always the fastest who wins the race. He was also letting us understand it's not always the strongest who wins the battle. He's making us understand it's not a men of understanding of those who, who, who are wealthy that have favor or men of ability. But he says time and chance happens to them all so we find ourselves going back to mark chapter 10 from verse 46 the story of a man called bartimaeus and ladies and gentlemen there's three things i want us to understand here the first thing we want to understand is what made him whole or what gave him his sight number two we want to look at where he had the sight and number three, what we want to look at is how he had his healing. And we're going to see what happens from there. And we're going to start from the end of that scripture and then we'll walk, walk our way back. Glory be to God. Uh, the Bible says he shouted, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus asked, asked the question, what would you have me do for you? He says, uh, that I may receive my sight. And Jesus says, go your faith has made you well. Go, your faith has made you well. I want us to pay attention to Bartimaeus for one moment. And the Bible tells us he was a blind man. I want us to understand that Jesus identified that his faith made him whole. Now, I want us to, we live in a culture where, especially in the church culture, where we talk about faith. And one of the major errors that we make today is that we think faith is just a magic wand that gets you to receive something that you're believing God for. 
Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But we stop there. But the remainder of that scripture says, By it we obtain, or in my version, the New American Standard Version says, By it men obtain approval. But the King James Version says, By it men obtain a good testimony. And we look back and the Bible says, For we overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. And so we look at this young, this, this gentleman called Bartimaeus. I could imagine him hearing about Jesus. I could hear him hearing about uh, how he gave sight to the one who was born blind from the womb. If you remember that story, Jesus was asking his disciples, uh, whose sin caused this man to be blind? Uh, and so blind Bartimaeus could be remembering this. And how many of you know that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God? Our faith comes by continuous hearing and hearing the word of God. But I want to paint a picture quickly of a, a blind Bartimaeus world. He lived in a world of darkness because he could not see. Uh, he lived in a world of poverty because, you could, because in those days there was no welfare system. Uh, he lived in a he lived he lived a life that was in utter limitation uh, because he could not see. Glory be to God. Uh, blind Bartimaeus, or I shouldn't I don't want to call him blind Bartimaeus. Let's call him Bartimaeus. But Bartimaeus lived a life that was based on people's generosity. And you know, people's generosity depends on what mood they're in. If they're feeling, feeling particularly generous, they will give him something. But if they're not in the mood to be generous, they won't give him anything. So his life was based on people's uh, opinion of him as well. And some people looked at him as a destitute and walked away. Glory be to God. But I could imagine blind Bartimaeus. Every day he kept on hearing stories about Jesus. He kept on hearing stories about Jesus, how he healed the lame, how he healed, uh, 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 how, how he uh, opened the eyes of the blind. Glory be to God. Faith comes by hearing and by continuous hearing of the word of God. And I believe as he began to hear the word of God, he received a vision. The Bible says without vision, the people perish. He received, he received a vision that uh, built some faith up in, on the inside of him. Uh, you see, what faith comes to do, faith comes to bring a change of mindset. You know, in, in Romans chapter 12, he says, Do not conform to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. I believe this man, the reason he had this faith was he continually heard the story. I can imagine him calling a young fella along the road and says, Tell me this story about this Jesus and what he's done. 
and he keeps on telling him about uh, about uh, healing the blind and uh, healing the sick and casting out demons in other words he's telling him about impossible situations turning possible thank you Jesus he had a renewed mind you see what faith has come to do is to renew your mind glory be to God and when we're talking about a renewal of mind he's talking about a total renovation of your way of thinking Brother Daniel was just telling us about Alberta has been through the ringer just as we're getting uh, we're trying to get out of a recession and then the pandemic hit and peradventure some of us are thinking this is our lot because of what you've heard you've built a vision in your mind the title of this message again I said is vision through sound and so uh, blind Bartimaeus must be sitting down by wherever he's sitting down a regular place he's sitting down and he must be thinking to himself oh man there's got to be light more to this because of what he heard there's got to be more to life ladies and gentlemen there's got to be more to this first of all we need to understand this too shall pass this pandemic has an expiry date this pandemic has an expiry date i keep on hearing these terms the new normal the new normal is as if god is surprised by what is happening as if this just caught god by uh, unawares and so blind bartimaeus must have thought to himself me being blind didn't catch Jesus unawares. The situation that I find myself with, I, I want to speak to somebody. Maybe you find yourself unemployed. Maybe you find yourself uh, just uh, recovering from COVID. Maybe you find yourself losing somebody to COVID. But I want you to understand this. That your future was already in God's past. I want you to understand that your present, your future was before your present. Oh, I wish I had a witness in the house of God. Your future was before your present. Oh, glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Your future is before your present. Your future is actually in God's parts. And whatsoever you were called to do, God already finished it. Oh, I wish I had a witness in the house of God. Whatsoever you were called to do, God already finished it. That's why the Bible says in Psalms 127, except the Lord builds a house, they that labor, labor in vain. In other words, it says, I already built the house. You already, you tried to build it. I already fixed it. The skills that you need to build a house I gave you. The resources that you need to build a house I'm giving you. The people who are supposed to help you. The destiny helpers. I am the one who brings it. 
He said it is vain for you to wake up in the morning and to sleep late at night. Thank you, Jesus. So Bartimaeus finds himself listening to the stories over and over and over again. I remember a few weeks back, Pastor D was preaching about what do you hear? What you hear determines the vision that you have. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the women were singing after, the, 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 after Goliath was killed. The women were singing. Saul killed his thousand. David has killed his ten thousand. Saul had a vision based on what he heard. He had a vision that the kingdom was supposed to be taken away from him. So his vision now is how to keep what David wants to steal. Somebody say vision through sound. David on one morning, his father sent him to go and give bread to his brothers uh, who are at war. He heard the voice of Goliath taunting the army of Israel. He had a vision. He had a vision to get rid of what was an obstacle standing in the way of Israel fulfilling their destiny. You hear two people. They hear a sound and they have a vision. Ooh, glory be to God. He kept on hearing. Ooh, glory be to God. He kept on hearing. David, he kept on hearing. Jesus healed the sick, opened the eyes of the blind. He then, because of the faith that he had now, he had a renewed mind. A renewed mind that says he doesn't have to live this way. A renewed mind that told him that an opportunity is coming. Uh, he, he had a renewed mind that got him to recognize when the opportunity shows up. Ooh, I wish I had a witness in the house of God. He had a renewed mind to understand that he needs to seize the opportunity. Oh, glory be to God. He had to seize the opportunity. He had a renewed mind that gave him hope. Now I understand what David said. He said, I would have despaired if I had not believed that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. What he meant by that is that I won't die until I see the goodness of the Lord. And so David had an understanding. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? He says, your rod and staff, they comfort me. And then, but the real vision he has was that there was a table prepared before him. I wish I had a witness in the house of God. There is a table prepared for Alberta. There is a table prepared for Genesis Life Center. There is a table prepared for you and I. But we need to understand something. 
You cannot partake of that table if you do not have faith. He says, by faith, Hebrews 11, 1, he says, by faith, they obtained a good testimony. Oh, glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. And so we go to Jericho. Notice, I don't think, you see, with God, there's no such thing as coincidences. The Bible says, as Jesus was leaving Jericho, that means he was already in Jericho. So that tells me that miracle took place in Jericho. And we know what, we're very, Bible students, we're very familiar of what Jericho stands for. Jericho was a wall that was built. It was a place that was hindering the Israelites from reaching their promised land. And what is stopping you from reaching your promised land? Is it what you've heard all this while based on the pandemic? Is this what you've heard about the new normal, the new this, the new that, and everybody's trying to figure out how we're going to survive? Ladies and gentlemen, new normal or no new normal? Jesus Christ is still the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So nobody can come and try and put fear on me based on what they call a new normal. Because the Bible says all things work together, including the new normal, for the good of them who love the Lord to them who are called according to his purpose. As we believe here, you're not an accident waiting to happen, but a destiny being fulfilled. You have a purpose. You matter to God. God chose to use you to amplify his voice. God chose you to, to make people understand who he is and what he stands for. You are a living sign, but when the scripture says you are a city set on a hill that cannot be hidden, what he's saying is that people will look at you and want to know who Jesus is. Zechariah chapter 8 verse 23 says this, in that day, it was a prophecy, in that day, 10 men out of every language, out of every nation will grasp hold the skirt of a Jew and they say, we will go with you because we have seen and we have heard that the Lord is with you. You see, Brian Bartimaeus' purpose was that he had a testimony. He had a news that he had to give. Oh, glory be to God. Somebody was telling me, oh, I don't know the Bible enough. I said, you don't need to know the Bible. All you need to do is have a testimony. All you need to do is just tell your story. Thank you, Jesus. How many have been blessed so far? Come on, type an amen and give the Lord a clap offering. Just before I go to Jericho, I want you to understand something. Blind Bartimaeus, he understood the word of God. Isaiah chapter 29 verse 18. That was a prophecy saying that when the Messiah comes, the eyes of the blind would be open. The same thing was in Isaiah chapter 35 verse 5. So he's holding on to that promise. Let's go back to Jericho. This is the place where the miracle happened. 
we know about Jericho that there's a wall that is stopping stopping Israelites from getting to their promised land just like there's so many walls stopping us to get to our promised land for some of us it may be finances for some of us it may be our marriage for some of us it may be uh, a sickness it may be one thing or the other there's a wall but I want us to take us slightly back to Joshua when Joshua was about to conquer Jericho the Bible says in Joshua chapter 5 I think towards the end there he said he saw a man with a sword drawn glory be to God he saw a man with a sword drawn ladies and gentlemen when you want to have a vision through sound the first thing you got to look for is where is God in it you see Joshua went straight to, 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 to he saw this man and the first thing he asks is are you for us are you against us he's asking the wrong question and a lot of us when we're going through these walls we ask the wrong question we ask questions like Lord why me Lord when are you gonna deliver me Lord when why he's asking he's asking this man that he saw because he didn't recognize him he says are you for us or are you against us and the man now had to correct him he says listen I'm neither for you or against you but I have come as the captain of the Lord's army so God was saying that statement to say where are you are you for me you see instead of you asking God to come in and help you fix it are you asking yourself the question God what are you saying what is your purpose in this matter and how do I fit in we're asking God fix it it has nothing to do about you that's why I started by saying your future was before your present it's all about him so uh, we can understand the blind Bartimaeus now called Jesus he's possible he says Jesus son of David that word son of David meant that he recognized who Jesus was meaning that he is the Messiah that was prophesied in Isaiah 29 verse 18 that when he comes that the eyes of the blind will be opened unfortunately there's a crowd with him including disciples who don't even know who he is because knowing who God is lets you know the vision that you have oh glory be to God I'm feeling so excited let me, let me tell you something everybody's talking about the new normal and what you can hear is apprehensiveness what's next what's gonna happen I know what's next I know that God never changes 
I know that according to Numbers 23 verse 19, God is not man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. Has he said it and shall he not make it good? I know that according to Philippians 1 verse 6, he who began a good work in me is faithful to accomplish it until the day of Christ. Ooh, glory be to God. Turn to your neighbor and say, the devil is a liar. And so is his mother-in-law. Glory be to God. Don't ask me who his mother-in-law is. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory be to God. So, Joshua asked this man, are you for me or are you against me? And the man says, listen, I've come at the captains of the Lord's army. You know, theologians actually call that thing that uh, uh, it's, it's called Christophany, like Christ showing up as he existed before the creation of the earth, before he became flesh amongst us. He says, I've come of the captains of the Lord's army. He says, Do you want to fall in line with my purpose, or do you just want me to heal you? So when you have the revelation of this, your prayer life will change. You're not just praying for a breakthrough to, to, to touch the flesh. You're praying for a breakthrough to amplify the voice of God. That men may see our good works and glorify our Father in heaven. And so I want to ask you, when you're facing these walls around you, who do you see? What are you looking for? See, Moses had a revelation. Ooh, glory be to God. Listen, Moses was running away from Pharaoh. And the Bible says, ah, uh, there was a burning bush. The Bible even makes it very clear that God wanted to see if he will be curious enough to see what's happening here. It's when he was curious enough that God began to speak. In the same way, Joshua, when he saw that man, God was just waiting to see, is he going to be curious enough to ask a question, who are you? Ladies and gentlemen, whatever the world that is facing you, are you curious enough to ask, where is God in all of this? Instead of binding the devil and doing this and doing that, don't get me wrong, there's a room for binding the devil. But what I'm saying is, where are you God in this? Because when you find God, he will give you the strategy to get out of it. It was when Joshua spoke to the king of kings and lords, I know it's God because he says, remove your, the shoes of your feet. Because where you're standing is holy ground. Oh, glory be to God. And the Bible says he bowed down and did what? Worshipped. Ooh, you want to have clarity of vision? You know, every time you come around, the people say, write the vision, make it plain, this, that, and the other. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, you better find out how Habakkuk got that write the vision, make it plain. There was a situation going on around him. He said, I will stand on the rampart to see and hear what God will say. 
What was he doing? He was looking for God in the situation. I want to encourage you. You want a vision? Where is God where you're at right now? But you know the funny thing? The way to find God is so simple. We begin to theologize and philosophize about all kinds of rubbish. And Paul says there's simplicity in the gospel of Jesus Christ. The way you see God is through prayer, through the word and through fellowship where somebody equips you. According to Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11, he says he gave gifts unto men. Some apostles, teachers, prophets. But you know what the church is saying? Oh, I can, I can love God by myself. When David understood it very clearly. He says, how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Psalms 133. He says, for there God commands his what? We sit there philosophizing and we'll be blaming this person, blaming that and the other. We miss the point. How do we find God? How do we know it is at the place of fellowship where God appointed somebody to be his voice to equip you for the work of ministry the work of ministry is not for you to preach it's for your calling but we say no no as long as I'm by myself even the same day we said he set the solitary in families you've heard this thing no man is an island oh Lord have mercy Oh, glory be to God. Jericho. This is where blind Bartimaeus had his, had his sight. But it was the word that gave him a vision. Oh, some of you have a vision to be this, to be that. But you need to go back to the drawing board. Let God fine-tune your vision. Because nine times out of ten, the vision we have is all about us. And the Bible says there's nothing that we have that we have not received. And when we talk, my vision, my this, but even the name that you bear, somebody gave it to you. We start acting like as if we know everything. You know what Joshua did? He had to surrender. Ooh, glory be to God. He surrendered to the will of the captain. The faith that Bartimaeus had was a faith that got him to surrender, to realize that it is Jesus and nobody else. What are you struggling with today? On one hand, we give something to God. With the other hand, we take it back. And we say we have to be wise. But we forget what wisdom is. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Bible says wisdom is the principal thing in all you're getting, get an understanding. What is that wisdom? Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 31, he says, Jesus has been made unto us wisdom. Redemption and sanctification. 
So everything still points back to Jesus. Jesus said in John chapter 15, he says, I am the true vine and you are the branch. Of yourself, you can do nothing. Thank you, Jesus. So he surrendered. You see, when blind Bartimaeus says, son, son of David, have mercy. It was worship. You know, you know what worship is? You know, praise. You know, we, have, we say praise and thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is thanking God for what he's done. Praise is acknowledging God for what he has done in our life. Worship is telling God who he is. Moses asks, who shall I say sent me? So just say, I am that I am. You'll find in the Bible, every time something happened, they will name it according to God. They will say, Jehovah Nisi, my banner. They will call him Jehovah Sikinu, my righteousness. That's worship, telling God who he is. The great God, the I am that I am, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, the Lord who was, who is, and who is to come. Heaven and earth adore him. Oh, glory be to God. You can just keep calling him his name. You know, Jehovah Sabaoth, the man of war. Glory be to God. Surrender. Now, how did this miracle come about we talked about what made him it was his faith and faith comes by hearing the word of God what season are we in we are the season of going back to God when the world are talking about the new normal how to do things you are going back to God to get a new strategy a fresh revelation Recently, the Lord has been dealing with me with a scripture, uh, Psalms 19, where uh, it says, The heavens declares the glory of the risen Lord. It says, Day unto day utter speech. And so God began to ask me, Okay, if the heaven is saying something, are you hearing it? If the heaven is declaring the glory of the Lord, are you hearing the, the glory of the Lord? If day unto day is speaking about the glory of the Lord, are you hearing it? Because once you hear it, you have a new vision. So when I pray in the morning, I always thank God for the day. And I always ask God, reveal to me your glory for the day. You know, something about the anointing, the anointing is the ability to perform. You see somebody doing something and then all of a sudden you think it's a good idea, let me do it. The anointing makes things look easy. The other day, Eric uh, asked me if I can come and work out with him. And I said to myself, he's anointed to work out. I am not anointed to work out. 
he is I know he's anointed to work out because he's an athlete I am the devil is a liar <laughs> so I stayed in my lane so if he's on the treadmill just going at a high speed and I think oh that's easy and I go on there I don't want to end up in Foothills Hospital. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Vision through sound. What vision are you receiving from what you're hearing? The beginning of this pandemic, prophets were coming out of the woodwork. Oh this, oh that, oh this, oh that, and putting all fear in people. Meanwhile, people are dying. People are stressed out. People are stressed out. You know, recently I just been thinking, you know, there's been debates about the vaccine or no vaccine. That's not my place to debate that. But have you ever thought that? Because I remember watching a documentary that some people volunteered to be tested human beings not animals they consciously volunteered themselves the sad thing about that is none of them are Christians at least the ones I saw they put their life on hold they put their life in danger for all of humanity and we sit here talking about rights oh they're giving the right to worship you don't even know what that means just go to china go to Myanmar. and we forgot what the bible says how jesus went about doing good He says, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me. So what I live, breathe and eat. So it was less about him. I'm almost, I'm almost finished. Glory be to God. Somebody say vision through sound. So Bartimaeus calls upon this man Jesus because he's understood who Jesus really is you know interesting fact here the same question was asked the disciples Jesus asked them who do men say I am everybody kept on going on some say you're this some say you're that some say you're Jeremiah some say and then he says okay who do you say I am Peter said thou art the Christ meaning the anointed one meaning the Messiah and Jesus said flesh and blood hasn't revealed he says but I will build my church and upon this work he wasn't saying upon Peter he says upon the revelation of who Jesus is will the kingdom of God forcefully advance 
so if you have a revelation of who Jesus is in the midst of this pandemic you will remember the scripture that says God has not given me a spirit of fear but of love but of power and of a sound mind I've told people stop sending me all these things have you heard this there's a magnet on the vaccine have you heard this the 5g is going to do this have you heard this I said stop sending me because it means that you have no job oh this one is happening that one is happening and you know what the enemy is doing he's trying to confuse you oh the government is trying to the latest I heard is this population control they're trying to wipe people out and I'm saying the people who are trying to wipe you out are they going to live forever because it distorts your vision what you're hearing it distorts your vision it makes you lose focus on where God wants you to be and so when Bartimaeus according to the Luke version of this story he said he heard a sound he heard a sound and he asked what's this sound he said oh it's a crowd so why is there a crowd because Jesus is passing by and the Bible says he screamed at the top of his lungs says, I may not know where Jesus you know how blind people try to they'll make a noise to get a response to, to know where something is happening so he screamed Jesus son of David have mercy on me guess what they were telling him to shut up and I found out with my study of the Bible it's usually religious people stopping people from coming to Jesus little children were, were coming to Jesus and his disciples said no 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 don't let the children come Jesus had to allow children to come for theirs is the kingdom of God what he was trying to say is you have to be like these ones they're telling him to shut up the more they told him to shut up the more he began to scream ladies and gentlemen what are the things that are making you shut up what are the things that are telling you not to come to Jesus well, is it your finances is it disappointments is it experiences that you've been through in life how many people have we heard stories of today who have been through one bad experience or the other and they run away from Jesus and usually they always say oh the church did me this the church did me that but the more the hindrance came to, de- to Bartimaeus the more he screamed because he knows that the arm of flesh will fail you he screamed son Jesus son of David have mercy on me have mercy on me the more they told him shut up the more he began to scream and so the faith that he had the renewed mind that he had caused him to have a faith that got him to be determined a faith of persistence a faith that knows who Jesus is a faith that says I'm not taking no for an answer a faith that is a modern day way of wrestling with God Jesus son of David have mercy on me people have disappointed you people have done and then you're trying to run back 
say, oh, I don't, in the first place, God called you, not them. It is your life, not their life. You can't determine your life based on what people have done to you. You can't deter determine your life based on your experience. So these people did it to me. They did this to me. And on that day, God will ask you like he asked this, the, 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 those with the talents, the five, the, the, the two. And he'll ask you, what have you done with what I've given you? Oh no, it's this pastor disappointed me. This brother disappointed me. This sister hurt me. That one did that to me. Is somebody listening to me today? Does it hurt? Do those disappoint? Absolutely. But here's what this guy did. As the same people who shut him up, they said to him, take courage. The master wants you. And you know what he did? He took away his cloak and ran off. Taking away that cloak was the cloak of his past. The cloak of the label that was put upon him. The cloak of the label that he put upon himself. He put it away. It's this way. Paul said it in Philippians chapter 3. He says, I do not count myself to have attained. Glory be to God. He said, but that what I do is I leave the past behind. And what do I do? I press. Press towards the mark. Pressing means it's force. There's something trying to hold you back, but you're pushing yourself forward. Something trying to hold you back, but you're pushing yourself forward. Oh, let me bring it down to you. It's like what Isaac did in Genesis chapter 26. They kicked him out of Gerar. He decided to, to dig a well. They stopped the well. He didn't say, oh God, look at what they did to me. Stop the well. He realized that it's changing his focus. So he refocused himself, dug the well again. Oh, and they fought with him. Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord. No, he went ahead. And then he realized nobody was fighting with him. You gotta outlast your enemy. He got to the place of Rehoboth. Guess what? He didn't still stop there. Go read it. He carried on. Then God now gave him the full vision that he has for him. Thank you, Jesus. I want to encourage somebody today. Listen, Charles Spurgeon said this. He says, your eyes will never be open until your mouth is open. Your eyes will never be open until your mouth is open. The worst thing that can happen to somebody is you're blind and you think you can still see. The Bible says there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end of it is destruction. That's seeing, but not knowing that you're blind. I want to encourage somebody today to be like Bartimaeus, to be determined, to be persistent, to be stubborn, to frustrate the enemy. 
you know, when the Lord frustrates the enemy, do you know how he frustrates the enemy? According to Job chapter 5 verse 12, he says he frustrates the token of the liar that the enemy is unable to carry out his plan. Do you know why Job said that? Job said that he knew that, that as long as I keep on keeping on, as long as I keep on keeping on, I will frustrate the enemy. Have you, I remember as a young, as a young boy, somebody was teasing me and I wanted to beat the living daylights out of that person. So I was chasing the person, but there was a slight problem. The guy can, had so much stamina that I kept on chasing to the point where I got to the point where I said, like, I'm not chasing you anymore. I can't run any further. That's what you got to do with the enemy. When you keep keeping on, Bartimaeus kept, he saw the price. He says, I'm not stopping. Oh, I'm not stopping. Son of David. The pastor disappointed you. Son of David. The Christian brother disappointed you. Son of David. The Christian sister Son of David. Your boss disappointed you. Son of David. Your family disappointed you. You just keep crying. Because you heard a sound. But there is a sound going out right now. It's going out to somebody under the sound of my voice right now. You've tried everything. It's not, it doesn't seem to work out. You're going from just like a cycle. You can end that cycle right now. By receiving Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You can face opposition and still have hope. By receiving Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You can have a new zest for life. Because God has come into you to give you that vision. Wherever you're listening to me under the sound of my voice. Whether online. I want to introduce you to hope. Jesus signified hope to Bartimaeus. He still hasn't changed. He's still signifying hope. You don't know what the new normal is going to look like. But there's hope in the new normal. You don't know what the future holds before you. There's still hope. And that's in Jesus Christ. Like, like Solomon said, he tried riches, it didn't work for him. He tried having too many women, it didn't work for him. He says, vanity upon vanity. I want to say to somebody right now, as you're listening to me right now, I made that decision over 30 years ago. And many people have made that decision. You're listening to me right now. I want you to understand you have a living hope that living hope is in jesus christ because he's still alive today making intercession on our behalf all you have to do is receive the gift of eternal life that comes through jesus christ those of us in the sanctuary all eyes closed as we make this prayer right now for somebody listening to me right now Lord Jesus just repeat after me in the sanctuary Lord Jesus I realize that I am a sinner and I need a savior I believe 
that you are my savior that you died on the cross and rose up the third day that my sins may be forgiven Lord Jesus I ask you right now come into my life be my Lord and be my master forgive me of all my sins thank you father for accepting me into your family thank you father for a new life oh god thank you father for a living hope in jesus name well if you have said that prayer you are a child of god i want to encourage you for those of us who are online watching me right now you can contact us on glc uh, genesislifecenter.com send us an email get in touch with us and if you if you're in a if you're not in calgary area look for a bible believing church where you can develop your faith remember we said faith comes by hearing and continues hearing the word of god i want to pray for somebody else right now it feels like you're facing a dead end even as it looks as though that uh, by the grace of God uh, that Alberta is going to be opening up and the whole country is going to begin to open up uh, you're not sure what you're going to face but he's the one who makes a way where there seems to be no way he says behold I do a new thing will you not be aware of it Isaiah chapter 43 verse 19 will you not be aware of it I make a, I make a rivers in the desert I'm going to pray with you right now. You're facing a dead end. You don't find a way forward. I'm going to pray right now in the name of Jesus that the Lord will part that Red Sea before you right now in the name of Jesus. He will cause an east wind to blow and blow everything that has been a blockage in your life in the name of Jesus. Uh, the Egyptians that you see today, you will never see again forever. According to Nahum chapter 1 verse 9, he says this affliction will not arise a second time. We make a declaration right now over everything that has held you bound. We make a declaration this affliction will not arise a second time your counsel shall not stand everything that every counsel of the enemy concerning you will not stand in the name of Jesus the Bible says we shall decree a thing and it will be established we decree an open heaven over that person right now we decree open doors over that person right now life and death are in the power of a tongue we speak life to those situations we speak life the Bible says according to Genesis Genesis chapter 2 verse 7 and the Lord breathed a man became a living being we the breath of life come over you right now and those things that are dead we cause them to be alive right now every grave that has held you bound every grave that has held you bound we remove it right now in the name of Jesus and we call you out of that grave of misery of that grave of despair come forth in the name of Jesus Father, we give you praise. We give you all the glory. Thank you, Lord, that we have a living hope. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. And the people of God said, I said, and the people of God said, glory be to God.
Thank you for joining our online church. To connect with us, please go to our website, genesislifecenter.com. Please follow us on social media. On Facebook, you can find us under Genesis Life Center. On YouTube, you can find us under Genesis Life Center 01. On Instagram, Genesis Life Center. And on Twitter, Genesis Life Sent. Thank you.